0: Has anyone ever told you they are not religious but they are spiritual? Let's talk about how we can respond. Come debrief with us. Hi, my name's Maggie and I'm here with Seth and Ethan. Seth, do you have an outreach highlight?
1: Sure thing, so I'm gonna share a highlight from Bowling Green State University, campus we go to a lot. And it's a great campus for usually doing open microphone, which is really fun. We're, you know, we have the microphone taking questions from the crowd. And at this moment, this highlight, there was a young gentleman who was asking questions. And some girl came charging up and said, is this what you guys do with your life? Which is not an uncommon question. I'm sure you guys have heard that before too, right? And she said, I don't, and we, were, we said, we well, you know, this guy's asking a question in the microphone, uh-huh. right? So it's his turn. But you have a turn. and she said, I don't care about him. I don't want a man's opinion. And this started going off on him and then mostly on me saying that, I, speaking for herself, I have the uterus, which is true. I do not have a uterus, although she doesn't have the only one, but she said, I have the uterus. What do you have? And you're a man. I don't want to listen to you. You do not create life, was her comment, which is, I thought, kind of odd. I mean, Actually, n- too. <laughs> none of us do. I mean, really, I mean, we're involved, but God is one creating. But then she said, you do not bleed, which, of course, she meant a certain kind of bleeding, which is accurate. I do not do that. It was kind of a inappropriate comment i suppose but the point was it's very very she was on a tirade and have you guys seen this before right things like this Mm -hmm. and what struck me the most from it was she was so upset there was something really behind it right she Mm -hmm. was so mad at men yeah i think that just speaks to the how the sexes are pitted against each other today i see a lot through a lot of our outreach Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you guys do just that the sexes against each other women Mm -hmm. hating men men Mm
0: -hmm. mistreating women and you know what i think part of that is because Men have been made to not be masculine anymore.
1: Mm. And women, I think, are also... I mean, well, I think, you know, we talk a lot about toxic masculinity, right? And I think that's what you're saying, right? The response is we're trying to make men not masculine by getting rid of masculinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think probably this, this woman that I was seeing, she, like many of the women, have been hurt by men today. And yeah. so the response is hatred of men, which mm-hmm. is not the right response.
2: Right. Do you have one bad experience and then apply that to all other all other instances yeah yeah anyhow I thought it was interesting
1: yeah, yeah
0: that is interesting well yeah i actually i said that comment about masculinity because that kind of relates to our clip today okay and maybe it didn't exactly apply as much as i thought we'll, we'll it find out in my brain <laughs> yeah. to what let's talk it through <laughs> yeah but the context is that this this was at planned parenthood this is isaac's footage and this guy's girlfriend was inside at the time not getting an abortion but it was her f- consultation. Mm. so let's Which listen. comes
1: generally 24 hours before the abortion begins.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, so let's listen to the clip now.
3: Hey, I respect that opinion. I respect that well, viewpoint. It's, yeah, but it's not just an opinion is the problem, because if it was just an opinion, then I could say one thing, and you know, the Muslim yeah. or the Buddhist could say another. Well,
4: it, it still kind of is an opinion, though, because not everybody believes in God. Well, no, so it's, it's a claim. What, well, it's a claim, truth claim. claim...
3: Right, just like I'd say, we're in Columbus. There's a lot Ohio. of different
4: religions, though, bro. There's a lot of different That's religions. True. A lot of different things
3: going on. I don't really believe but in religion. But they all they all contradict each other, right? Because yeah. they're all saying different things.
4: Yeah, they're all similar. though. One higher power. You know what I mean? I don't really believe in religion. Yeah, but... I'm not a religious guy. You're talking to the wrong dude. I'm mean, very spiritual, uh, very you know, you
3: know, worldly and earthly, but. Not, I'm so, not do a... you do you believe in God? Um, I believe in the universe I'm a spiritual guy I'm, I'm, I'm well, I believe in the universe too but I don't yeah, think I, that I don't, universe got here by accident I
4: believe that I believe that the laws of the universe is God that's what I believe
3: so where did that come from then? that came from me no like where did the universe come from because if I
4: believe the universe created itself I believe I believe it was all science I believe it was all science and space I don't believe that well that's I don't not believe that there's one guy I used to believe that I, I used to believe not and, and not saying I have uh, I used to believe there was a God, but I believe that my God is the universe. And when I say my universe, I mean universal laws. So law law of duality, law of polarity, law of attraction, law of cause and
1: effect, law of action, you know, simple science. And I'm not Um,
3: denying those things, but those aren't moral claims.
1: Wow. Okay, there's so much there. But I think, Maggie, before you jump in, just one comment I think that... Many people, I think, who haven't done creative outreach might be surprised that these are the kinds of conversations we have, right? Mm-hmm. We are beginning on abortion, but so frequently goes so deep, as this mm-hmm. conversation was really deep. So that's a really good conversation.
0: Yeah. yeah. There is a lot to unpack from yeah. that minute and a half long clip. But before we... So
1: grab your coffee, settle in, yeah. listeners.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or what we you get think in. to be
1: coffee. Oh, it's just an opinion.
0: Oh, is it really? <laughs>
1: go back to whatever episode
0: <laughs> okay show notes <laughs> um, <laughs> but i forgot to mention the whole context i guess okay I, this was at planned parenthood it was isaac conversation so i should have said before we listened to the clip isaac had just finished sharing the gospel with this guy okay. mm-hmm. and then also the guy had said that she was only there for a consultation okay right then but that he had already made up his mind that they were going to get an abortion Mm, okay so isaac had shared the gospel with him was trying to convince him not to kill his baby and then they're getting into talking about religion Mm -hmm. and isaac is trying to show him his need for christ and he's just saying no that's not for me Mm -hmm. you're talking to the wrong guy which is funny like no that's exactly the kind of person (sighs) we need to be talking to but so isaac makes a distinction between an opinion and a truth claim the guy says no, well, that's your opinion, Isaac says. Well, it's not just an opinion; it's a truth claim. My question is, what makes something merely an opinion?
1: This is critical, right? So he's trying to take Isaac's claim that there is a god and make it a mere opinion. So I, I'm, I'm kind of imagining, I and mean, I could be wrong, but this gentleman, his definition of opinion would be a preference, right, or something I. Th- I think maybe true, may not really be true. It's true for me, not true for you. Right. Generally, it's more like a preference, something I I personally believe, but you don't have to believe, something true for me, not for you. Mm-hmm. Whereas Isaac is saying, I am talking about a claim about reality, saying this is objectively true for all peoples, all times. No matter what you think about it, it is true. Right. Just like that we are actually having this conversation, whether you believe it or not, we are here having this conversation that's an objective fact. Isaac is saying his views of God are similarly objective facts. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I have to admit this is kind of confusing for me, Mm -hmm. talking about opinion versus truth claim, because anyone could make a claim that they think is truth, and if it's not actually truth, wouldn't it just be an opinion?
1: Okay, so in logic anyways, you have propositions or statements, which are Mm -hmm. a descriptive claim about reality. So the debrief team is sitting in a closet right now recording. That's a claim about reality that is either true or false. Now, statements could be false, they're still truth claims are just false truth claims right so when we the categories here are generally preferences things that you like or dislike subjectively and truth claims things are objectively true or false outside of you yeah i think this gentleman would say that all of your views of religion everything you believe about about spiritual things those are always going to be subjective truths they're true for you in your head but not true for everyone Mm -hmm. just like just like you preferring I we talked about coffee earlier. Some might prefer tea over coffee. That is a fact about them, but that is their opinion that tea is better than coffee or vice versa. It's not a claim for everyone. It's subjective. Subject. Yes, yeah, subjective. But Isaac is saying, I'm making a claim about objective reality outside of me. Now, your mm-hmm. claim could be false. Isaac could be wrong about a claim he makes about reality, but he's saying, I'm appealing to this reality saying, what I say is true. So judge for yourself. Am I right or wrong? Is okay. that clarify, or just muddle up, up more?
0: I think it helps.
2: Yeah, that, that makes sense. Maybe
1: you can rephrase, Ethan. What are, you, what are you thinking about this?
2: So when I think about this, my mind goes back to, and you just talked about this, basically subjective versus objective claims. Subjective claims are, I like chocolate. I think chocolate ice cream is best. Yeah. That varies from person to person. An objective... Well, should it? Just confuse Well, me well. I actually <laughs> think vanilla is oh, best. Oh,
1: okay, so it does so. vary. All right, we'll fight later. All right, go <laughs> ahead.
2: An objective truth claim is something, I think the way I... I think about it, maybe this is wrong, correct me if it is, is this is a claim that is true for all people all the time. Yeah. It doesn't vary from person to person. So the claim that there is a creator, I'm not saying, oh, no, this is just for me. I think this, I'm saying this is correct for everybody.
1: You're talking about the object, not the subject, right? Uh-huh. A subjective claim is, in my head, I'm a subject, or you could be talking about a nation, a state, but a, a collective group of people or individuals, what mm-hmm. they think. But you're saying, I'm appealing to the, the thing itself, the world, the universe. Like So Isaac and this gentleman disagreeing upon Isaac saying God created the world. This gentleman saying the universe made itself. They both made a claim about the object, the universe that's outside of them. Subjective claims are inside the subject's mind, heart. So that's an important distinction you made, Ethan. Absolutely. So I think, Maggie, though, to clarify, again, so a truth claim could be right or wrong, but at least you're appealing to reality, not to your head and your preferences, what you, what you prefer or okay. don't like.
0: Yeah, what's interesting is yeah. this guy, he said, well, in response to Isaac, he said, well, it is an opinion because not everyone believes in God.
1: Uh, okay, well, I mean, I so what, what is define, maybe define opinion, right? So, I mean, it's squishy, but again, that's why I think that his definition of opinion is something subjective that's always true only for you, not mm-hmm. for everyone else. Yeah. What, whatever word doesn't really matter, but Isaac is talking about truth claims as, again, something that is true for everyone or wrong for everyone. It's either true or false, right? So, this, I think, gentleman is just stuck in that place where he cannot. He is not willing to entertain objective truth claims. Mm-hmm. He's re- he's reading all of it as relative to individuals, mm-hmm. like moral relativism.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it almost seems like he's appealing to, and Isaac sort of mentioned this in the clip, appealing to disagreement as a proof that the objective claim that Isaac was making was actually subjective and based on opinion because there was not unanimous agreement with that. But that's mm-hmm. obviously... That is fallacious to say, I, what would be the actual fallacy that would be?
1: Well, so, I mean, to say that because there's not total agreement, right. I mean, mm, <laughs> I'm struggling with the name of this, because <laughs> like, it's not the bandwagon, you're kind of the opposite, right, saying there yeah. is isn't agreement, so don't jump on this, uh-huh. but you're appealing to consensus, which is not necessary.
2: Right, so, and there, are, there are large groups of people who believe certain things, but that doesn't make it true, like, they're There's a large group of people, I don't know how large, who believe that the earth is flat. Mm -hmm. But just because there's a large number of people who believe that doesn't make that true. And if everyone believed that the earth was flat that wouldn't make it true because that would contradict reality.
0: I feel like you're assuming we all agree with you on this. I
1: think so too. Yeah, that's <laughs> rude. Uh, it, could, it could be the ipsy-dixit oh, fallacy. <laughs> <which> is, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> it's going to get hard here, right? Um, which is just be it's it appeal to illegitimate authority, right? It could be the ipsy-dixit. But yes, your point so. is right. So, I mean, consensus does not necessary for truth because there was still a truth Uh about the world that it was not flat when that was the consensus that the world was flat it didn't although honestly when i asked some people that question they would say yeah the world was really flat in some way because they believed it was which is just really utterly confusing i know it's bizarre right (laughs) so i mean but so interestingly though so to kind of maybe focus this right so it was interesting though when isaac was appealing to okay there is a god Mm -hmm. simple statement true or false outside of me I believe it's true, there is a God, what do you think about that? Then he started saying, well, all religious views are kind of similar Mm -hmm. anyway, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. That's another really confusing part of this too, right? Because you have the Christian Isaac, the atheist, I guess, this gentleman, maybe a Muslim could walk in the conversation, all three making very different claims. They cannot all be true because, as Isaac clarified, these claims contradict. One says Allah is God, one says the Trinitarian Christian God is God, one says there is no God. Uh These cannot... These are necessarily contradictory claims that cannot all be true at the same time.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't seem to understand how that can be.
1: It's just like if someone says the fetus is a human, someone says the fetus is not a human, it's either or there. That's not a false dilemma. You it's or I mean right. I guess okay, maybe yeah, no, it can't there's no third option, right? The, the fetus is a human or not a human. There's a true not ju- true an dilemma. Almost human.
0: What, I'm sorry. Not an almost human. Right, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting because you generally when people argue like you were saying with different religions and even with the it's not a human or it is a human you have two sets of people who are both saying they're right Mm -hmm. and not both of them can be right because they're mutually exclusive because it's not simply that they're all saying they're right everybody's saying i'm right and you're wrong yeah this is an either or Mm -hmm. so
1: except for he's trying to say that because he's real sorry spiritual not religious right uh he's kind of above all those silly religions seeing that there's truth in all of them i guess Uh, this is where it got really weird i don't know where maggie want to go next but talking about the universe believing in the universe that's super interesting discussion but sorry i don't want to derail you
0: no you're good so one thing that i wrote down in my notes here are that he said that he is you're right he said he's not religious but he's very spiritual Mm -hmm. and earthly and worldly (laughs) i thought that was so weird that he i don't think he means the christian worldly there Yeah. yeah you know
1: what that means right like yeah. Having traveled and I, I know I know about the world and I have knowledge about the world and right. I've experienced. Oh, that's right? what he meant. Yeah, okay. it doesn't mean like we think sinful with worldly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The secular people often use that to mean like a, it's a positive thing. Like I've, I'm of the world, I know oh, okay. things, and yeah, I guess
0: I've been submersed in Christianese my whole <laughs> life. I didn't yeah. really understand what he meant. At least I think. That. I
1: mean yeah. Isaac would know better, but from my limited listening, I think that's what he meant by that. Like it's a positive yeah. thing. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So another thing he said was that he believes that. The laws of the universe is God. That's his God. And that the universe created itself. I'm not sure how that happens. We need a
1: fallacy alert. Like (laughs) a little sound here. Or bad thinking.
0: But okay. So within this worldview, can there be any right or wrong, good or evil?
1: I'm sorry. Which worldview? His worldview or Isaac's worldview? Oh,
0: Isaac's. No, not Isaac's. His. (laughs) Okay. The man. Isaac's a man too. Can
1: there be right or wrong?
0: Yeah. Can there be right or wrong in a world where... There is no God. There's just like matter, I guess.
1: Do we matter in a world of just matter, Ethan? What do you think? No. Nope. <laughs> 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 right. I know you're right. I mean, well, okay. Let's let's stop. let answer that question. Let's first step backwards and ask: yeah. Does it make sense? Because there are some atheists like Lawrence Krauss who has suggest this that the universe created itself. Scientists believe there was nothing, and uh-huh. then something came into existence, and atheists try to say, well, the universe brought itself into existence, but that doesn't make sense. Nothing has ever created itself. All, everything you see in the world is contingent. It depends on something else. A fetus is made by a man and a woman having sex. This table we're saying it was made by someone who built it from the outside, right? There's always a backwards process where mm-hmm. things come from. There was literally nothing before the world, and then something popped into existence, it makes sense to say there was a God who did that, right? Because God is outside the universe, right. the outside space and time, and he created space and time and created universe. That might be hard for people to accept, but at least makes logical sense. To say the universe built itself, we've never heard of such a thing happening. That's just so silly. Things don't create themselves, right? Yeah. And not so, that I know of. Yeah, not that you know <laughs> of. The other problem is like the idea that laws of nature are behind the world laws of nature have no causal power they can't choose to do anything right the law of gravity is not choosing to make things happen Mm -hmm. things just are following the law of gravity that's how they work so the idea that the gravity could have decided hey let's make the world together gravity has no consciousness god has consciousness so god can choose to create gravity and things like that cannot do that so that's a really silly idea
2: just a blind force
1: yeah right exactly it's not going to choose anything so to answer your question maggie If all this behind the world is a blind force, Mm -hmm. how could you have moral right and wrong? How could you have purpose, design, meaning, value if all this behind the world are these blind laws that can't choose, have no conscience, have no morality? It's just anarchy and meaninglessness. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I can't see how there could be any... Moral compass, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: So throwing back to you guys, so if, so, he said, I think one point, Maggie, didn't he say, I used to believe that, kind of suggesting yeah, to Isaac, I used to be a Christian, maybe or some kind of believer of, yeah. in God. So why do you think if the atheistic worldview doesn't have moral right and wrong, and also doesn't have purpose, doesn't have value because there's no God who gave us value and created the world with design, mm-hmm. what is so attractive about the atheistic worldview? Why would people jump from Christianity to atheism?
0: Well, lack of responsibility. I think. I mean, considering that his in his worldview, there really it doesn't make sense that there would be right and wrong. It's no wonder that he doesn't care about his baby, his mm. child.
2: Yeah, I think definitely one of the things that the atheistic worldview gives people that the Christian worldview does not is immediate gratification. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christianity is all about delayed gratification, and in atheism, yeah. you do whatever you want, what whatever you want or whatever you feel like right now there's no there's really no thought to how is that going to affect my neighbor or even how is it going to it, it's really well it's really all about how is it going to affect me and how does it make me feel
1: yeah that's a really good point but i think if you were to sit and reflect upon your worldview and i think maybe the problem is we often don't reflect upon our worldviews right mm-hmm. if the atheist were to sit and reflect upon it and think hmm if all this behind the world is this are these laws of gravity working together And there is no, I was not designed for any purpose. There's no ultimate meaning at the grave. We're all just going to die and rot in the same grave. Whether you are a Cory ten Boom who saves Jewish people or you're Adolf Hitler killing Jewish people, we all go to the same cold grave. If you really sit and think about that, you would be in nothing but despair. Right, Right? That would not bring any hope, any joy. And I'm not saying our worldview is right because it brings us hope and joy. I think Uh that's a byproduct of the truth claim that Isaac was making Mm -hmm. earlier. We make the truth claim, the byproduct of these truth claims, if they are true, if God really is real and God hates sin so much, he sent his son to die for it, to set us free from it. If you believe in him, Mm -hmm. you can be set free. If those really are true truth claims, the byproducts are joy and freedom and liberty. If the truth claims of atheism are true, this is all just a waste. Everything is a waste.
2: Right. That's scary.
0: Later on, he was surprised that Isaac thinks that Buddhism is wrong. I don't know mm. if you caught that. I didn't catch that. No. There was a lot in that clip, but Isaac said something about that, and he said, really, you think you think Buddhism is wrong? <sighs> and I, I couldn't quite hear it, but based on what Isaac said after that, he apparently said something about how he prefers Buddhism, which mm, is right. another interesting thing, well, referring yes. back to, like, preferences. And- right,
2: <laughs> which I think Buddhism is kind of the everybody's right. You're just following your own path to enlightenment. Yeah, if I remember correctly,
1: I think uh, yeah, I mean, that is generally accurate, right? So
2: to line up with what he was saying previously,
1: trying to eventually get to Nirvana, which is kind of not feeling passions and things like that eventually. But so it's interesting what he was saying to Isaac, right? Because I I remember being on a a bus long ago when I was a student living in I was visiting in France for a while with other international students, this individual who was Greek Orthodox. She was asking me about, okay. about my worldview, and I was explaining what Isaac had explained. She said, well, I think it's just very sad that you're so narrow-minded and think you're the only one who has truth, right? So I think it's interesting, though, because it's back to the whole confusion. If uh-huh. I make a claim the earth is flat, and I and, – I'm sorry. <laughs> if I make a claim the earth is round, and Ethan makes a claim the earth is flat, and I say, Ethan, you are wrong, it's not narrow-minded because I'm not saying my mind is so great. I'm saying this is true about the reality outside of us.
2: Right, this is true for all people. Right. Exactly. It's not, I'm not the one setting the standard. I'm no. simply the messenger.
1: And Isaac was not saying, I'm this great thinker, so believe what I say because I say it's true. He's saying, look around you. There is evidence in the world God has given to us yeah. to show who he is. He's revealed himself to us. It makes sense. It's the right thing to do to believe in him. Now, you can suppress that knowledge, reject, I get that, but he's appealing to not his own brain. Isaac is one of the most humble people I know, right? He's not appealing to that. He's appealing to reality saying,
2: you should believe this because it's true. Right. Yeah. Not because I'm presenting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another thing that happened in this clip a little later in the clip is that Isaac said something about especially as a father he should be there to protect his child and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And mm. this is very reminiscent of an older episode we did. The guy just said Basically, he needs to look out for his own needs. This reminds me so much of the guy that I met, actually, at Planned Parenthood. His name was Christian, and we did an episode on him in mm-hmm. season one. I believe it was season one. And it, it's just, it was actually, we were standing in the exact same spot at Planned Parenthood. But, like, what is this, just this apathy from fathers, especially of, of their preborn children, that they are not wanting to be there to sacrifice for their children. It's all about them. That's so sad to me.
1: I mean, I think that you're right. But so, recall these men are in a world. So, our societies tend to tend toward consistency with the dominant worldview. Mm -hmm. It used to be Judeo Christian, the Judeo Christian worldview in America. It's not anymore, right? So, now it's generally atheism, whatever you may want to put in there. And so, tending toward that. There's no right and wrong. Abortion is fine. And we come to this general consensus that the ones who get pregnant are the ones who should have the opinion on it. So men are told it's consistent generally, I guess, with atheism, that men shouldn't have an opinion because they're not experiencing this. So let women experience it. So they may have this inner sense of fatherhood because of how God has designed them. It's the laws on their heart informing them. But they are being told by all of society, shut up and go home and do nothing, right? So I think they're just submitting Mm. to that, right? And so they're— emasculating themselves when it comes to being a father as yeah. so they're not taking a, they're not taking a position on it and it's tr- truly tragic
0: yeah thankfully we well, maybe not thankfully we don't know what happened to this child mm-hmm. it was that day was not the day that they were going to get the abortion we can guess that probably that child was killed inside that place the next day or so so I guess I would just wonder like what is the balance between rightly sorrowing over what probably happened to that precious little baby, and remaining hopeful,
3: hmm
2: Have you found that balance yet, Ethan?: I think I definitely lean I lean towards pessimism. Mm. So for me, it is i I know that I should be hopeful, but it is hard for me to to do that because often for me i I kind of just see things as done, that's it, it's over. We failed, and then you just have to move on. So I don't think I have a good balance of hope in there. I want to be more hopeful, and that's something I need to work on, but I don't think I've found the correct balance like you're talking about, Maggie.
1: I think that really the answer comes from, again, what we've been been talking about this whole time, which is, the worldview Isaac is putting forward, right? So if Isaac is right about the world that God created, that the Trinitarian Christian God is the God that Jesus really is, who he said he was, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth, all these important claims, then what does that mean about Isaac? If he's not taking advantage of opportunities God puts before him, he's guilty of that, right? Yeah. at the end of the day, he needs to be faithful to the opportunities God places before him. It's mm-hmm. not up to him to save every life to change every mind. He's right. not the Messiah, and so I think Isaac knows that, so we can leave with that true sorrow of what is happening, recognizing it's not because of me, right? I did what I could, I was faithful, and not they want it's necessarily an excuse to do do things poorly, but mm-hmm. to recognize what is not on our plate. We are not the Messiah. the
2: outcome isn't necessarily. We are not responsible for the outcome. Yeah. We're responsible for presenting the information in a, you know, I think a good and compelling way or presenting information rightly. Mm -hmm. But like you're saying, the outcome isn't, it's not up to us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's a huge comfort. I I think we should, like you said, try Mm -hmm. to present it in the right way and seek God's glory in that, but it's not up to us how people respond. So that's a big comfort. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening to our podcast this week. I pray.
1: You can't pray. I pray.
0: I pray for you. I pray <laughs> that you will give us a five star review. Every night,
2: Maggie, before she goes to bed, please we'll, uh, uh, let people give us five star reviews. That's
0: awesome. If you would, if you haven't already, please go leave us a five star review. That'll help us get the podcast in front of more ears into more brains. And that is our goal. So please do that. Thank you for debriefing with us.